This is WQA Radio, a podcast from the Water Quality Association, the leading voice of the water treatment industry. And hello, I'm your host, Wes Bleed. If I could tell you a secret, it would be this, that for, for our employees to stay with us, they have to be aligned with us. And how are they going to be aligned with us unless they know what we're aligned to? That's Doug Raymer talking about the importance of onboarding your employees. And that is his topic at the upcoming WQA Business Boot Camp, March 31st in Orlando at the WQA Convention. And welcome to another episode of WQA Radio, news and insights about the water treatment industry. You can find us at wqa.org and on LinkedIn, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. This is episode number 152, and if you're joining us for the first time, welcome. We're glad you're here. Subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts or most podcast apps. You can also do us a big favor if you leave a rating and review. And of course, share a link with a colleague or a friend. In this episode, we'll talk with Doug Raymer, one of the presenters at this year's WQA Business Bootcamp, about the importance of onboarding the right way and how that translates into a better, more productive, more engaged workforce. Go to wqa.org bootcamp for more information, and you can register when you sign up for the WQA convention in Orlando, taking place April 1st through the 3rd. Find out more at wqa.org convention. We'll also get a regulatory update from Kathleen Foltz, and I'll have our WQA tip. Now, on to my conversation with Doug Raymer on WQA Radio. All right, Doug, thank you so much for joining us on WQA Radio. It's not only a pleasure to have you on the podcast, but also a pleasure to know that you're going to be one of our WQA Business Boot Camp speakers coming up on March 31st. So welcome. Thank you. I look forward to it. I know you were at boot camp this past year, uh, which was boot camp number two. This will be the third one. Tell us a little bit about, first of all, your background, and then we'll get into that boot camp experience you've already had. Well, yes, thank you. Um, I have my background is I've had 40 years uh, in the water treatment industry. Um, I've walked beside um, most all kinds of situations you could get yourself into, uh, like accounting and sales and marketing. And and over time, um, realized that if we take good care of our people, uh, they'll take care of us. And so I got worked into the role of HR. And so I spent the last, say, 20 years taking care of our people, working with a with HR uh, for just a little shy of 400 people. Wow, that sounds like a challenge. So you are gonna be talking about onboarding and uh, all of that that goes on and the advantages and I would imagine some possibly some tips uh, along the way here. But before we do that, and let me get back to that point I made about you attending boot camp before. So bring that experience into this new one for us. What do you expect? Well, here's what I've uh, noticed at boot camp. Um, Bootcamp was full of professionals, people that do good, do good work already. They're already good at what they do, and um, but they're 
those kind of people are always hungry to do a little bit better and that you keep them on the cutting edge. And, and when you talk about HR, every time the subject comes up, um, it, it seemed like it was a point of fatigue and people were interested in that and how can they do better? Because we're in a, we're in a, you know, an era where, um, people are, there's more jobs than there are people. And so it's always a point of, of interest for people. Right, right. Well, that is a, a great point about boot camp. I saw a lot of hungry note takers and people just uh, uh, really interested, as you say, to learn more and do a better job. And so as we get into the issue of onboarding, talk about what companies need help with these days. Well, onboarding is one of those um, one of those areas of business. I, I sense that business owners and leaders, they they realize the importance of it. Although they're very many of them are very, very busy already at what they're doing. They're 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 overwhelmed, they're they're maybe overworked, they're busy, and they tend to starve the the onboarding process. And and overall that that hurts them. Um, but because they're so busy, they they tend just not to put as much energy into it as maybe they could or should. Also, would you not say too that for maybe a lot of our members and, and prospects and for attendees at boot camp, there was no onboarding in maybe when they were joining their company or getting involved in past water treatment situations. Maybe they didn't experience themselves. And so they're not thinking maybe it's quite as important. I don't know. Well, you know, I, I think a lot of us, we, we started out by doing it. We, we worked for a company. We, there was no, say, formal onboarding process, like you said, Wes. And, and so now we're expected to lead and say, like, how do we do this? And, and so some, some of it and a lot of it's by trial and error. And, and I've been in the trenches all these years and I learned from some of the things that worked and I learned from some of the things that didn't work. And, but, but, but today we know some things that absolutely do work. And I think we can share that with the people. Is this an issue of retention of good people? In other words, if the onboarding process isn't done well, is that potentially one of the problems that they end up leaving? Absolutely. It certainly is. And I find that a good onboarding program helps us to become professional. And that's one of the, the one of the, the subjects of my topic is to, to help us to become professional. And, and people leave often because they don't feel like, you know, this this isn't a professional industry and that's not true we are a very professional industry and there's there's hope there's opportunity and if we onboard correct we end up with small problems and easy solutions if we don't onboard correctly we end up with big problems and then painful solutions how would you describe the ideal process i really didn't tell you that i was going to ask you this question but w what is a good onboarding program or are there secrets to be learned that you're going to present and without giving it all away of course maybe touch on one or two certainly onboarding um if i could if i could tell you a secret it would be this that for for our employees to stay with us they have to be aligned with us. And how are they going to be aligned with us unless they know what we're aligned to? And that process happens before we hire. We have to tell them. We have to tell them at orientation. We have to tell them through the onboarding. We have to tell them all throughout the on, ongoing training process. In, in, in my um, 
understanding is I, we're never done training. We're never really done onboarding. It's it's a continual process, and that builds professionalism. So it's it's this constant communication uh, of of what's important to us, so that we're both aligned. Sounds a little bit like leadership involvement there as well. Absolutely, no yeah. question. Uh, so are there some things that are misunderstood about onboarding? Do you think? I do. I think there is a there's a sense uh, among business leaders that you know onboarding is a formal process we go through. It's it's paperwork. It's some details. It's a painfully necessary process that um, you know let's just get it finished and let's get on to get some work done. But the fact is that onboarding is a terrific opportunity to set the stage. Um, to help employees be successful and in turn help us be successful. I like the way you put that. That's, uh, I, I, yeah, if that's one of the things that's overlooked, as opposed to thinking of it as eating your peas and having to go through uh, a, almost a negative process, but, it, can be, it can be really a positive, encouraging, and as you say, helping to Talk about alignment. What is this company all about? What are we doing? What's the mission? What's the purpose, right? Isn't that part of what we're trying to communicate? Exactly, Wes. And I, I would tend to hope that I can can convince and persuade the, the group, the participants in the class that this is not a, a, a process that's painful and drudgery to go through. It's, it's a beautiful, the, the onboarding process to me is a beautiful process. And, and I watch people's lights come on in, in their heads. They're like, oh, really? And, and they, there's hope and there's inspiration toward, towards staying around a while in the industry when we, when we present right, when we onboard correctly. You just mentioned the word hope. So let me use that in my last question. And what are you hoping attendees take away and, and, and put to use maybe immediately when they get back to the office the following week? The goals of this session for me will be to that, that all the participants will have worked through a thoughtful process and they would have step by steps. There, there will be step by step process to the orientation, the onboarding, the continuous training, and and then they, they can customize this to fit them. They may be, maybe they have two employees or 10 or 20 or 50. It doesn't matter how many employees they can customize this. And, and then roll it out bit by bit, small in bite-sized pieces, rather than going home saying, you know what, there is no way I can, I have the time to put this onboarding program into place. I just don't have time for that. We, we can do it in a small bite-sized uh, increments. And, and also another would be to uh, be able to identify trainers because training's not for everyone. Um, training is an important role and it's really hard work. So that, that's another part. And, and finally, I would say that there is a phenomenon that I call the hire, train and leave phenomenon that dealers and companies are facing, not just in the water treatment industry. But I would hope that we could um, share with the dealer where they can go back and they can say, you know, we're in an industry of opportunity. There's no better time to be in the water treatment industry. And it's mostly for the professionals um, and, and inspire vision that they should continue, stay the course and, um, and continue to focus on, on developing people, uh, which will in turn help them become professional and make their job much easier. 
Sounds great, Doug. Uh, we are looking forward to it. I know I will be there. Uh, we've been talking with Doug Raymer of Martin Water, and uh, he is going to be one of the three principal boot camp speakers coming up March 31st in Orlando, a day before the full WQA convention opens up. And uh, Doug, uh, it's been great. It's been great to uh, not only talk with you again and, and just touch base, but to hear your thoughts and to get excited uh, about the program and about boot camp. I, I, I encourage everyone listening to get on over to wqa.org slash bootcamp, find out more about it and register and sign up. This is perfect. It's my pleasure, and I would look forward to meeting uh, all the participants. Thanks, Doug. Thanks. This is Kathleen Foltz, WQA's Global Regulatory and Government Affairs Manager, with your regulatory update. Our industry has a story to tell in Washington, D.C. Come join your colleagues on the Hill for WQA's D.C. fly-in to meet with senators and representatives and share your experiences providing drinking water solutions. These opportunities develop bonds with regulators and promote policies that support your business. The fly-in is March 3rd and 4th. All the event details and registration are on the association's website at wqa.org slash fly-in. I'm Kathleen Foltz for WQA Radio. And our WQA tip, if you are still trying to make those New Year's resolutions stick, here's one to keep in mind. Become a member of WQA. It's never been easier. You can go to wqa.org membership and sign up and pay online. No need to call or mail anything. Do it all with the click of your mouse. You can also renew your membership online as well. And if you're joining WQA for the first time, why your registration for the WQA convention is free. Remember that convention is in Orlando, April 1st through the 3rd. If you have any questions, reach out at membership at wqa.org. We'd love to have you join with other like-minded water treatment professionals so that we can continue to promote the betterment of water quality around the world. Thanks for listening to WQA Radio, a podcast of the Water Quality Association, the leading voice of the water treatment industry. Remember, you can subscribe to WQA Radio on most popular podcast apps. Learn more about water at wqa.org and, of course, learn about WQA product certification, professional certification, and how you can become a member at wqa.org. This is Wes Bleed. So long from WQA Radio.